Hello, anyone and everyone. Welcome to episode number 55 of the Nomadic Flex podcast. So, you know the thing that toddlers do or young kids do when they ask you a question like, why do I have to put my toys away? Or... Why do I have to go to bed? Or why do I have to eat salad? Whatever it might be. They ask why. And you give them one of two answers. You give them the strict regime answer. Because I said so. Or you try to answer their question in the best way possible. You know, why do I have to put away my toys? Well, because it's important to take care of our space and take care of your things. That way they stay nice and last longer. Why do I have to eat my salad? It's not because I told you so. It's because salad is very healthy food and it allows you to play longer and grow to be big and strong and be an overall healthier person. You know, why do I have to brush my teeth? Not because I said so. Because brushing your teeth is an important daily ritual to maintain the health of your gums and your mouth. Because you only get two sets of teeth and you better make them last because the first one doesn't last long anyway. And, you know, sometimes you'll get caught in a loop, right? A four-year-old asking, why is the train going in that direction? Well, because the train has to deliver something over there. Why does the train have to deliver something over there? Well, because that's what, you know, whoever ordered it needs that coal delivered or whatever it might be. And they ask, why do they need the coal delivered? And you might say, well, because it powers the engines of certain plants or other trains or, you know, whatever it might be. And they will keep asking why again and again and again and again. And that's because they want to know the reason for something. And it's a, you know, it's very I know it can be difficult to deal with a four-year-old asking why over and over and over. But if you can keep answering those why questions, eventually they're going to get to a point where they don't need to ask why anymore. They'll have all the information they need to know why the train is headed in that direction or why they need to brush their teeth or why they need to go to school, this, that, or the other thing. And yes, sure, it's, it's a, you know, this is a very valuable parenting lesson. I'm not a parent. Um, I do have some nieces and nephews that I like to, I will answer the why question. I'll play that game. I will play it for as long as the kid will. I'll keep going and going and going. I love that game because it not because you know, when they ask why over and over and over, chances are you don't even know why. So you got to think about it too. That four-year-old is making you think harder about one specific thing than you ever have in your entire life. And it's a very, very valuable tool, not only for parents, but as a person. Say you're, because if you're a leader or an instructor or somebody who's in charge of somebody else or other people, if they do not have a significant reason why they need to do their job a certain way or perform these rituals in this order to achieve whatever result, they are not going to do it with vigor and tenacity and they're not going to know the reason why they're doing those things. And that's going to raise discontent. It's going to raise insubordination. 
It's going to raise non-conformity or misalignment. So as a leader or a owner or anything where you're in charge of other people, whether you know, they're, they're, they're standing standard operating procedures. If they ask you why answer that question until you can't answer it anymore. And I guarantee you, you're going to find a couple of those reasons why are not a good reason why. Say you have a, a silly rule in the manual or the handbook, you know, employees can't wear hats during their shift at the clothing store. Why not? Well, because, you know, it, uh, it, it might have a different company's name brand on it. Well, why is that a bad thing? Because they might see that hat and think that, you know, oh, I can't buy that hat here. I'll go to that other store. When in reality, this problem could be solved very easily. Yes, you can wear hats, only hats with our logo on them. Problem solved. Boom. And, you know, that's a very small example. But if you look at the larger spectrum of things like standing standard operating procedures within a company or a business or a practice, whatever it might be, if the subordinate employee does not know why he or she is doing the thing that they're supposed to do, they're not going to do it to the fullest extent. But if you know the full spectrum of why you're doing something, you know what, you know, you know why you started it and you know what that is going to lead to the finished product, you're going to be a lot more incentivized to do that thing from start to finish because you know the reason why. So whenever somebody asks you why, do your best to answer that question to the fullest of your capacity. And if you don't know why, if you just can't find an answer, don't just say, I don't know. Say, I don't know and I'll find out for you. I'll figure it out for you because as a leader or as somebody in charge of other people, that is literally your job. It is your job to figure out those things. And you know, sometimes you'll run into a scenario or a situation where the only reason why is because you're being egotistical. And you want things done your way because there's, you know, in, in your mind, there's no better way to do it. But if somebody comes up to you and, you know, kind of berates you a little bit and asks why we're doing things a certain way, hope that they're right. Hope that they found a better way to do it. Why would you not want that? It is silly and immature to let your ego be in charge of those little things like that. If somebody is asking a question and they have a better reason to do something or a better way or a better procedure to do something, hope they're right. Hope it is a better way. And even if it isn't, let them try it out and see if it works. Let them make the own decision, their own decision. Why is a very, very powerful question. And we should ask it a lot more often. When is the last time you, you asked somebody why until you got to the core, the kernel of truth as to the reason you're doing something? And you know, you ask yourself that multiple times, you know, until it again and again and again, until you get to the bottom of what you're trying to figure it out. And cause if you, if you're leading somebody, you should never ever have to impose your will by saying, I told you so you should be able to motivate the person enough 
to want to do it because they know the reason why. If it's a good enough reason, they're going to do it. If it's a good enough reason. And if we look into you know, how we motivate ourselves and how we grow as people, you know, I find myself asking all of the time, as I'm sure you do, why am I waking up this early? Why am I eating the same meal I ate for the last two years? Why am I doing these burpees or jumping this rope or lifting these weights? Why am I doing this day in, day out? And, you know, sometimes it's very difficult to find a reason why. But here's the beauty of your mind compared to when you're leading somebody else. Because you are leading yourself. And guess what? You can tell yourself to do stuff all day. You can impose your will on yourself all day. It's super easy. It is super easy. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say it's easy. It's simple. It's very simple. Not necessarily easy all the time. Because if you wake up early and you don't want to get out of bed, but you're supposed to get out of bed, you got stuff to do, get up and go. Just do it. There's no need to reason with yourself. No need to reason with that little voice inside your head that says, oh, I just want to I just want to sleep and lay down and take it easy today. No, you can tell that voice to shut up if you want to. You can impose your will on yourself and that's the beauty of it. So to wrap it up here, when you're leading other people or leading someone else, give them enough reason why to the, the point where they'll want to do it themselves. But when it comes to your own mental tenacity and your own will and accord to do something, you can force yourself to do it. Sure, there's going to be times when you might have to meander a little bit around the question and negotiate, you know, say, oh, if I wake up early and go to the gym, then, you know, I'll, I'll treat myself to a, uh, a new pair of workout shorts or a new shirt or, you know, maybe I'll, I'll if I clean my room, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have that donut that I wanted. You know, that's not a good example because donuts are sugar-coated lies as we know, but sometimes negotiation has to happen. So don't impose your will on others. Impose it on yourself. Lead by example. Give them a good reason why. And give yourself a good reason why. I think that's all I've got for you today. I'll see you guys next week. This is the Nomadic Flex Podcast. As always, you can find me on social media. That's at Nomadic Flex, N-O-M-A-D-I-C-F-L-E-X. My name is Isaiah, and until next time, out.